What's up, and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and in this episode, we're going to be doing something a little bit different than the norm. So, recently, I was a guest on a Gamer's Guide to Productivity podcast, where we talked about League of Legends, and we talked about the League of Legends single-player games. That episode was so good that I wanted to have that here as well, so that you can listen to it, enjoy it, and maybe get some single-player recommendations out of it, especially if you are, like myself, a little overwhelmed with trying out the mainline League of Legends game. So, with that said, here is the latest episode of A Gamer's Guide to Productivity, starring yours truly. DJ, start the episode, man. Welcome to A Gamer's Guide to Productivity, the podcast that helps gamers excel in both the virtual live, the virtual life, excuse me, and real lives. I'm your host, Nico Pingan, and today's episode, we have a returning guest. Uh, it's going to be a special one as we dive into the highly acclaimed award-winning netflix series a cane based off of my recommendation our guest today sebastian uh maldwin uh malden correct yeah yeah from the pro nerd report has watched the show we're going to be discussing our in-depth review we're going to analyze the captivating storyline the exceptional animation the lessons we can learn from the character stories the music get ready for an insightful conversation that combines our love of gaming and our passion for exploring the rich narratives of gaming inspired content so let's jump into the world of arcane and uncover the secrets it holds so thank you so much sebastian no man thank you so much for for allowing me to be on the show again always a pleasure to speak to you and to talk to this audience and yeah i'm I'm excited to talk all things arcane and league of legends Alrighty, so you were saying earlier, uh, I didn't even have this on, as a question, but you were saying earlier that you you already started having some League of Legends uh, game, not necessarily the main game, but something similar. Could you elaborate on that? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so I, you know, after playing or after watching Arcane, I was sort of interested in in League of Legends, but I was I'm still a little hesitant to jump on proper League of Legends, um, no, the game. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things to where I'm like, I do not want to get curb stomped of with a game that's been out for years and years at this point. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of in depth um, knowledge and understanding of those gameplay mechanics that I that it has like a huge hurdle for me. But um, in so instead of doing that, I was offered a review code for the Mage Seeker, the new League of Legends game. And mm. the Mage Seeker um, stars Silas from the main, say, League of Legends um, game. And it's his story. It's an action RPG, uh, very linear-based. Um, it reminds me a lot of Hades. I don't know if you ever played Hades, but it kind of reminds me of Hades with a little bit of Diablo thrown into that. So, like, really fun spinoff game. It came out um, in spring of 2023 this year and developed by Digital Sun, the the same studio behind the amazing game Moonlighters. And so, yeah, I, I really played that, played that all the way through to the end and really enjoyed it. I was really engrossed with um, Silas's story. And, man, it makes me want more standalone League of Legends properties. You know, like the Arcane and um, the Mage Seeker both have, like, convinced me, like, this is a world that I absolutely am fascinated with. I just, you know, like, I'm a little tentative on jumping on proper League of Legends game, but I'm fascinated oh, no. with this this lore. Oh, no, that's fine. So, so today, we're just going to dive deep into the content that 
was inspired so much by the actual games mm -hmm. that the creators of the game decided to create the lore. So it was a fan originated content. And so the first question would be, what were, what were your initial impressions of Arcane, And did it live up to your initial expectations as a gamer, as a gamer who loves a good story and music? Yeah, yeah, I think um, that's a really good question. So first off, I, I want to break it down into the first question you asked. Um, I, you know, outside of people like you who was telling me to check this Arcane out, I really didn't have super deep impressions of the show i know like i knew that it was it came out to critical acclaim a lot of mm -hmm. people were saying it's one of the best um video game adaptations of all time um at the time at that time in in what was it 2021 yeah that it came out so like i had those type of expectations for it but all of a sudden like i i i don't know i started episode one and everything was going smoothly and i was just kind of like oh, okay this is a pretty good show it has it feels like a more adult version of like avatar the last airbender as, as that's kind of like the the initial impressions that i got it was almost like a steampunk version of that but with a more of an adult kind of tone to it and i was just like okay i can i can dig that and then it, like as episode one like started continuing to to develop its stories and introducing these very nuanced characters that's why i was like oh oh snap this is something special like this is something that's very different um that i wasn't quite expecting and that's by episode two i think the hook kind of like sunk all the way into me and i was just like i need this into my veins like right now yes, yes. yeah for sure for sure was it the same experience for you the first time you saw it uh not really because before the show even came out i was already hyped <laughs> <laughs> i was already hyped because jinx as a player she's mm -hmm. she, at that point in time when it was about to be coming out i was a jinx main player oh, so, wow! so i was a gin i was a jinx main and so mm -hmm. this show coming out i was so i was like foaming at the mouth i was like we're gonna get an actual show with millions of dollars of budgeting marketing voice acting animation cinematography editing uh music mastery a whole bunch of industries all tapping into this um same with like i thought i think it was like theatrical work too yeah uh, and, and like building the scenes and stuff like that there's so much that went into it and as a jinx player i'm like oh my goodness like this is gonna be amazing so i was super pumped uh for that and so now uh as a jinx player it was you know super un uh, super biased so it was like <laughs> it was automatically gonna be good regardless if it was good but i was like oh my goodness this is actually good like oh my goodness i don't have to be embarrassed that i like this like yes it's really good uh, i have so many questions based off of that you know like <laughs> i you know like you being a um long long-term fan of like league of legends and stuff like that dude so when you when they announced that this was um catered towards jinx like is a lot of that story that we got in arcane told in the league of legends game proper yeah. like did you already know she was like this level yes, of crazy yes yes so so okay just so like for for fans who are individuals who have no idea in the game you're essentially it's a it's a moba a massively online battle arena so just think like mm -hmm. if it was a death match kind of thing like you just got random people from like different walks of life they're all just randomly thrown onto this like chessboard kind of thing. They got different powers. So Jinx, her power 
is that for whenever she like kills somebody she increases her speed her velocity she goes a little bit cooker you know and like the more she kills okay. like the crazier and the faster she becomes and so um and it doesn't even have to be she kills it it could be like she just damaged somebody and then like now her attack speed mm -hmm. is like ridiculously fast um and so and her backstory in the in the in the game it says that something happened to her when she was young that made her like mentally like cuckoo and so Unstable, and so yeah. we don't know exactly yeah. what it was it just like she grew up in the slums and like you can only imagine like oh maybe she was an orphan like what ended like what exactly happened and now you can see whoa this is what happened that mm -hmm. made her into this character and then as we as we go on like it goes to like the end like her ultimate is like the end of the show like that is her ultimate in the yeah. game um, and it's again, it's radically crazy because it's like you know you're you're, you're about to get into peace, and it's like now you're doing a crazy move, and you just killed the person that cared about you the most. But we're gonna get to there. We're gonna get to there. Uh, <laughs> now, how would you describe the storytelling in Arcane, and what elements stood out to you personally the most? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, the story, I like the the story in Arcane because it like on the outside looking in, it's almost like it starts off as a slow burn you think like the it has some parallels to the game of thrones level of storytelling to where like the main what you who you think is the main character is not the main character at all because like initially on the outside looking in i thought maybe because i had no idea that this story revolved around jinx this story revolved around violet i like my main i thought maybe the father figure was the main character oh so, yeah, and, yeah 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 uh-huh yeah i thought maybe the father figure is the main character of the show and a la like ned stark they they pull that rug right from under you <laughs> very quickly yeah Yo, very he quickly. looks like and ned you... stark too <laughs> yeah exactly exactly it is it, there's a lot of elements to game of thrones in this show like um and i think you know like and it's not to say like you know they copied obviously like there's a the game of thrones kind of changed the way like like we yes. we have yes. storytelling in media like that way that we have a whole bunch of nuanced characters that have all sorts of different motivations that all come together and they're all playing on the same chessboard this like league of legends arcane like arcane specifically feels like that right. like it feels like we've we met, met so many characters so many different um people who have so many different walks of life and each one of them have like their own slight motivations that make them just that just a little bit more dangerous than than the people around them and it's the way that they kind of use like their motivations and their like logic to, to rally people around them or like to to foster like that found family to maybe like uh, manipulate like the people around them as well it's like it's so it's so good it's such good writing um for instance like powder and the the evolution of that character of like you always saw that um powder who later became becomes jinx is like always wants that element of family she always wants the level of acceptance she always like craves for someone to care about her and love her for just the person she is and it turns out like as she slowly is demoralizing into jinx and such as that the uh like there's just there's this one manipulative guy that comes in and he shows that he cares about her throughout the whole journey of her like 
degeneration into jinx and such like that and that's it's just that level of storytelling there that it's like that's what makes this spe- like story so special it's not even the fact that it has really cool animation it has like really good cinematography it has like these very high level um a- action set pieces and such like that it's that very nuanced storytelling that really makes this like ip stand out it really made me crave every single episode every single episode ends and i'm like i gotta start the next let's, let's start it up let's start it up facts, yeah facts. it's that story man now for sure but for me for me personally in addition to the story you know could you mm-hmm. discuss how the music was so impactful and how it really enhanced the overall experience of watching the show oh man it's 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 almost like it's not quite the lifeblood it's not like the show revolves around its music but it does amplify it to a huge extent like um you start off with that banger from imagine dragons and like at the very beginning of the of the show with the opening credits where it's like oh the enemy and it's like it's already setting that battleground oh yo man i'm already hyped thinking about it (laughs) yeah i was uh, it's already setting the tone of like everybody wants to be my enemy man i can't sing for damn but like it's it's already like setting that tone of like everyone is everyone has their own motivations everyone's out to get right. one another and everyone is like there there's lines in the sand and despite like who you are or who you're rooting for in this is like everyone is out to get one another in, in one in one like facet or another and that's like that's that that that's where that music comes into play because it highlights every single like every single little grain of storytelling that they're setting up it comes from like the musical cues like the suspenseful music the trap like the the subtle trap music you hear is when they introduce like echo and such like that it's like they have like each character has their own musical theme as well in this i don't know if you noticed that as well but it's amazing how well like the musical production like amplifies what's going on in the show and then just to give some insight like those are the characters musics during the game so in in what? the game like specific characters they have like a specific music they have specific sounds too so they did it so justice that somebody that never played the game can fall in love and make a distinguishment between the specific sounds and music so that way you kind of know like whose kind of a moment it is based off of like the kind of a music i did want to ask you too i didn't put that on here mm-hmm. like which one was like your specific musical moment throughout like the eight episodes like which one was the moment where i was like man this moment right here with music like with this music with like the way that it was building like just perfect and if you can't come up with one yeah. like you know a list <laughs> no no yeah it's it's all good like i um the like um what's his name silko like i love silko's theme in this like the fact that you kind of get like that it's almost like that twisted um twisted manipulative yeah. theme and you always know like something is something's like bowling under the surface it's not just like it's not just that what you see is what you get i almost like i love that kind of i love that kind of manipulative kind of character there so i'm like silko's kind of theme and then like um what was it um what is the the councilman's name like the old like young the old kind of like small like council kind of reminds like of the yodo field uh, heimerdinger yeah. heimerdinger is like music it has like that sense of discovery and hope and it has like 
you know it mixes in those scientific elements with like that sense of like oh this character is even though he has like he seems like a hard ass like he has like that sense of discovery mm -hmm. to him he has that sense of like hope he has that he loves the human element like he believes right. in people but it has it has that very scientific vibe to it that sci-fi vibe to it and i really dig those those kind of themes because like i like music where it kind of subtly amplifies or at least like illustrates the characters like motivations or like who that that character is and that's why i like really like silko's uh, victor had some some pretty cool music in this too but like him and heim uh heimerdinger like really really like stood out to me what about you uh, so for me it was so hard to to pick because i liked all of them so good but easily <laughs> easily like the moment i saw this scene and the music just started i was like ah it was when when wonder boy and powder oh. we're going back and forth mm -hmm. and it was just like looping from jinx and echo wonder boy and powder and it's like two close friends like play fighting together and then like at the same time now that she's a little cuckoo or whatever like they're adults yeah. and now they're on the opposite ends of like a political statement and like right there and then in our faces it's like an animated like political like you know you're this way i'm this way even though in another world you know we would have been best friends like even a potential like romantic like element to it right there like yeah, right at sure. the end where it's like man like i liked you at one point or like we were family at one point but like and then the music just like makes it so so like <laughs> I, I watched it like so okay i watched arcane like a lot but then i watched that specific scene like at least like a hundred times like on social media <laughs> like as soon as that that episode came out i was just like oh my goodness like are you kidding me just like yo the music was so good during that scene it was just it encompassed both of them perfectly it encompassed the scene the emotion the, the the audacity like how dare you like try to kill me like i just try to save you or like i was your friend in a lifetime ago how can you not remember this and it's like nah you're defending somebody who's taken away from my livelihood so it's like emotionally triggering because again, I'm mm -hmm. team I'm team powder over here. But like I used to I used to play <laughs> Echo a couple of times before. So I'm like, I don't mm -hmm. know how I feel about this, but I love the fact that they didn't kill each other. I was like, oh my goodness, thank goodness nobody died there. Cause I, I would have been really sad. Like, man, these are like really dear to me. And like the music just made it even more of an epic moment, honestly. Like, I was so good. So let me let me ask you, like, um, so all these uh, like are all these characters that we see in arcane playable in the game like i know we have um vi um violet we have powder um you know i know probably the council the council people aren't playable but are is like characters like silco victor and vander so playable? the ind the individuals i would say just to give a big hint the individuals who okay. have a lot of screen time and a lot of talking time are playable and if they're like heimerdinger too I, i'm i used to play heimerdinger <laughs> what <laughs> he's a he's a intellectual mage in the game whose okay. thirst for knowledge is unmatched by almost any any individual so he loves tinkering okay. or whatever like you know we'll, we'll get to it but when he gets banished from the council and he goes and meets echo like him and echo uh actually create like the same thing that jace created but like almost like a mm -hmm. scrapyard version of like everything that, oh, that they wow. create but that's in the game in the game so like 
in the story, like I know where it's going. Like, oh, he's getting banished. Like, he's gonna go meet with Echo. I'm like, oh, this is where he transfers the knowledge. Cause like a lot of the moves that Echo does is with the special crystal, with the the the, the with the oh, power, yeah. the um whatever they call it. Like it slipped my mind now. But with that special crystal, which is pretty much like mana, <laughs> essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, but just it is very final you know fantasy. It's, it's pretty much just like mana but it's like you know they got to give it a tangible name like oh you know we created mana pretty much um but yeah that's pretty much what they do they create this so that's why it's like these characters they're all individual but they all have a story that gets interwoven and they did an amazing part by from young you know introducing the stories the imagine dragon theme to then at the end where you hear more imagine dragon themes uh, like again like another amazing uh time was like when the soldiers are trying to find them like as the kids or whatever oh, and so like good. the songs are like going off or whatever it's like like right before they they enter there like they're like wait hold on like wait a minute and it's like everything is dead silent and i'm like okay there's gonna be an epic song right now i'm about to go down and then it goes down <laughs> and, it and then, like, the song goes down and like they're just like running away and fighting and then i'm just like yo this is so good and it's like i don't know what's gonna it happen really because good. a lot of the characters they look like playable characters too that's the other thing too mm. like a lot of like the the spoiler alert like the kids that that she blew up like a lot of them, they look like potential. Like there's like 180 characters, and I, I might get crucified by the. Are you the, kidding me? There's I, I might get crucified by like the League of Legends community, but there's like a plus 150, easy. I think like, and they're still introduced because they introduce like 15 per year or something like that, or at least it feels like that. What? Uh, and so like a lot of those characters, like they could be potentially like dropping, like definitely like towards the end of the show like the last two or three episodes you see more characters being introduced from like different countries and different mm -hmm. areas those could be playable characters um and if not playable yeah, now yeah. playable in the future because they get introduced all the time like silco just spoiler he's not playable in the game but they had a different version of of a game called tft which is like an auto chess uh team uh, team fight okay. tactics and he was playable in that game um Oh, that's really um, and cool. like uh the girl that was his right hand like renetta uh, i think her name was i forgot like mm -hmm. she became uh playable after the show was over so she wasn't playable like during the show but after the show people loved her fight scene with vi which that was such an epic song too oh it was, it was so, so it was like ah oh, like it was like two valkyries fighting each other it was just like you know haymaker after haymaker it was so good okay all right i'm getting too hot <clears throat> let me let me stay focused no no go ahead i love the interview uh, <laughs> which <laughs> characters when you saw in arcane resonated with you the most and why do you think that is um you know like i echo for one um and being a you know a chocolate man i'd love to see that representation <laughs> there i also like yeah i'd love to see the representation there i also love to see the the like the nuanced um way they like they treated his like whole demeanor from the the swaggy way he like carried himself all like of when he was an adult all the way to like the caring way he was a kid um they they killed it with the hair by the way too. i'm like black hair yeah black hair is not something we see like done really well in like shows and, and games and such like that so i was really excited to see like them actually show show like caring and understanding of black hair with the with echo so yeah that that really stood out to me um i you know like 
there's so many really cool characters like vi's whole story um really just resonated with me like the way that it was uh the rags to witches kind of story also like the adopted siblings aspect of like she has she is the one these kids look up to and it's like she is also like a very very like a, a, a flawed character in this is that she's trying to figure out her own like her own understanding and purpose in the world that she's in as well so it's like i like seeing the dichotomy there of like well uh, of her trying to figure out her place in the world while also like having that burden of responsibility of like having to be the, the like the leader of the of these kids because like these kids are looking up mm -hmm. to her everything that the everything that they do and everything like everything that happens is almost like a reflection on Vi's leadership Facts. in this Facts. if Vi had handled things in a yes. different way from like the very beginning like the whole like chain of events would right. change yes. so like so yeah it's 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 all it's like this story is like a very simple story of cause and effect but like of like vice of like what happens with vi and the way she handles things has huge ramifications for the whole story but powder is like also like how she handles those ramifications have like a huge effect on like how the story progresses as well so it's like those like vi is such a like interesting character and also like i i really love flawed characters in in like any narrative because like i feel like that's that's where you really get that that meat and potatoes when it comes to storytelling there so i i really just resonate really hard with vi no that that's actually pretty pretty epic because like uh everybody sees the crazy that that powder becomes into jinx mm -hmm. but a lot of people fail to recognize the fact that because vi made a lot of foolish leadership decisions like you know she didn't stop you know yeah. jinx enough she didn't explain enough she wasn't empathetic enough you know caring enough to recognize that you know powder is just a kid and she's you know she's focused on like i want to help and her version of help is not the same version of vi and like you can't just scream to a kid that's why like in the game of league of legends like a lot of like the characters they'll have like voice voice um things like after every certain time mm -hmm. like you know they'll say a random thing and so like one of the things that jinx says it's like you think i'm crazy you should you should you should meet my sister meaning vi and a lot of people are like why would yeah. she say that like she's way crazier than vi it's like but as you broke it down like is she really because jinx was just literally she would say like this is what i'm trying to do and actually do it like i'm trying to help but my version of help is to blow everything up you know vi's like i'm gonna go and help them and then like make it a complete mess by like you know being in the wrong place at the wrong time bringing bringing caitlin around like and it's like bro you bring yeah. in the warden that's trying to bring your sister in like what that's not smart that's crazy like how could you do that you're bringing in somebody who's trying to bring your sister in and your sister blew up like a huge amount of the population or whatever you know a wanted criminal and mm -hmm. it's like you're still and instead of trying to bring your sister in which is what you should be doing if you weren't crazy but you're crazy enough to try to amend bridges <laughs> and that's why it's like to understand that you know when people are like oh, it's not crazy no 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 you have to understand to want to bring like a mass murderer to peace with like you know the daughter like the warden or whatever you know caitlin is or whatever uh you know and in the game they're like always against each other because again jinx is a criminal and like caitlin is like a, a police and then like vi is the crazy yeah. in-betweener because she's literally like uh you know stuck in between the system of jail because she's getting you know uh punished for all the actions that she's done or whatever but then like 
Oh, and then like if Jinx is like, I haven't got caught yet, I'm good at what I do. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then mm-hmm. now to get lesser of a sentence, it's like you can hunt your sister down. Whatever. It's like, girl, are you crazy? And then instead of hunting her down, you're not actually taking her in. Because you could take her in and get your and get your <laughs> sentence revoked and all that stuff, but she's not even taking her in and not even escaping either. So yeah, that's why it's like, yeah, that's a perfect representation. Whenever Jinx says, like, yeah, you should see my sister, she's really crazy. It's like, yeah, the way you explained it, yeah, her, her leadership decisions, you know, towards the end, you started to see a more mature version, like when she started to be more empathetic. But then, like, you're being empathetic, like, wh- while having her mortal em- enemy right there. Like, how, how, at, yeah, like, yeah, this, like, during the teacup, how is at this point in time you're actually being an empathetic sister? And it's like, hey, you like, you didn't do anything to her, did you? And then it's like, oh, so now that I have your girlfriend, now you want to be a good sister, huh? And I'm just like, dog, like, yo, I was so hyped when I heard that. I'm like, yo, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, that's why that's why I really like the show because there's so many different elements. Every character, especially playable characters, like you see a real thorough look at who they are, why they are like in the in the game. Like just like when you see Vibe suit up and become a police officer, and she gets those hectex gauntlets in the game, she plays yeah. with those hectex gauntlets. Like she's a fighter in the game, you know, Jinx actually does what she did in the cut in, in the in like when they were escaping right, right before in the arcade mm-hmm. and like you can never beat jinx or powder you can never beat powder at a shooting game she knows how to shoot in the game she's a she's a she's a uh marksman so she shoots oh so she okay. shoots and she don't miss that's why whenever she hits somebody she her attack speed goes crazy because she uses a minigun because she crazy she uses a minigun and rocket launchers as her primary weapons of choice and vi uses hex gauntlets of choice she likes to go mm-hmm. in and like hit bah, 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 bah. up close and post exactly yeah. she doesn't See. like to be far away she likes to get in and that's why like when you saw like the echo scene then like vi teaching the kids how to fight was because vander taught her how to fight like hey you want to yeah, be out sure. here in these streets like me because remember they're all orphans of war of like uh like because there was a war that happened between like the rich and the poor yeah the civil uh, war so he's like if you want to be you know if you want to at least you know make yourself adequately or whatever you got to defend yourself and you're the oldest of all these kids so you know you got to defend yourself uh but yeah definitely solid solid choice in like vi vi definitely top tier one of like the mainstays of of arcane for sure and even then like you look at um and you know i know like a lot of people say like vander had a lot to do with like the destruction of of like these characters and and while i admit like vander probably did have a hand in like some of the some of the like detriments of of like vi and also like of uh, of um powder it's like vander was also an advocate yes. of peace and like he was advocating peace the whole entire way through like by uh, like vander through um because he had been there and done that was like always trying to um preach like the nuance and like the complexities of like every situation and you can't just like dive into it with like craving war uh, because that leads uh, that leads to like impulse like decisions and those impulse decisions have like huge ramifications for the people around you and like it's that level of storytelling like because like vi didn't listen and like everything came full circle because of because of that you know big time big time and you can also see that vander has the guilt of 
I'm just yeah. like you, so I can't I can't tell you no better. Like he has that guilt instilled where he can't put the hard fist down and be like, you know, like let me turn you in. He's like, no, I'm just like you. You know, any at any moment in time, you know, people can take me in, and that's why people forget. People forget he he's a double agent because he traded in his freedom to be an informant kind of thing. Like people are forgetting. Mm -hmm. That's why he is always telling the people like, "Hey, peace is the way to go," because he knows if he don't push the peace, not only they're gonna come for him first, they're gonna come for everybody that he's trying to help, and he understands that, and that's why it's such a good story because he understands like i can't tell them you know hey don't do this because i would be doing that if i wasn't tied with my hands behind my back because of these people so it's like it's literally like almost like the mafia boss like like almost el chapo like like i gotta talk to the you know the police like that but like my minions hey hey i can't tell them what to do come on now it's literally like what he tells them when they come in like hey hey y'all didn't see these kids blow up like half the city it's like me Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm under house arrest you i got the <laughs> i got the celly right here like i got this right here what you talking about like anytime y'all call like what you need i'm sitting here at the bar i don't know what's going on as you know your job is to tell us what's going on because you're at the bar it's like well i ain't here what nobody says everybody knows not to talk to me because they know i'm affiliated with you like what's up and it's so funny because yeah. when he goes to the weapon shop or whatever with echo whatever that's the first thing the dude says like man why am i even gonna talk to you man like you, you talking to the, you know 5-0 like you talking to the police like wow why, why would i even talk to you he's like come on man like you gotta do me a solid or else they're gonna come to you <laughs> it's like so if you don't help me help you they're gonna help themselves to your stuff uh which is a, a phenomenal phenomenal uh story especially i love that interaction that they have because uh, again remember the more somebody speaks just assume they could be a playable character uh but i did want to just i did want to <laughs> say before we continue uh uh that uh i wanted to take a quick break to let you know uh everybody about my esteemed guest sebastian malden as well as his uh podcast the uh pro nerd report and i'm gonna give him just a, a couple of moments to uh you know explain about his show where you guys can find him on social media uh where you guys can support him so that way if you really liked his input you can also uh, be a fan of his as well yeah well thank you very much for for the time here so like yeah i'm sebastian um i host um uh, i write for the pronerdreport.com and i host the podcast the single player experience podcast it is the premium place for single player gamers to find out about the good single player games they like to play and just to hear about the games that they should have in their video game backlog um yeah so yeah i'm a general podcaster a video game writer as well and you know i love nuanced storytelling so if you are a person who wants to know about good single player games to play um really loves storytelling really loves like hard hitting um hard hitting games that kind of have a purpose to them so the the hades of the world and everything in between and you're a person who wants to know about the up and coming indie games that you should definitely have on your radar you should definitely check out the single player experience podcast you can find it on all your favorite podcast platforms you can find it which includes spotify and apple podcasts so yeah definitely check me out there or you can also go to the pronerdreport.com where you can check out written reviews and listen to the podcast from there so yeah i thank you for the time there nico um but man i got a question yeah, for you um before we continue on with the podcast so league of legends has the is such an um it is ingrained with all these like 
realistic characters with realistic motivations even though this is a high fantasy um high fantasy sci-fi world that they're living in i you know one of the things that i got out of um the maid seeker um a league of legends story is like that game is focused on silas and that is not a character that was featured in arcane at all but what that the, what that game kind of told me is that we can have a whole lot of like single player games based on league of legends characters because they're so deep with um with um the way that they tell stories like i don't know if you know this but like echo right now has has a league of legends game coming out um specifically about that character and it's called echo champion um champion spotlight right now and it just came out a little bit ago and what it's an action adventure platformer but what i'm getting at out of all this is like it would be really cool if we can see more more shows like arcane more games like sci like um a maid seeker and such like that in this and expand this universe out for further like what character do you think would make a really cool video game and what what other side story would you like to see in a as another different as a different show completely? So I'll put you I'll put you on game if you didn't know. <clears throat> so okay, go ahead. Marvel and League of Legends actually have a collaboration where they actually have comic books per like almost every world of the show. Oh, I didn't so know. So for example, like uh, League of Legends, like the map, like uh, if you if you pull it mm -hmm. up, like let me actually pull it up for for everybody that that can visually see um it's like if i feel like this is like a history lesson in league of legends <laughs> <laughs> i need it too because like arcane is my first ever exposure to anything league of legends and then like the maid seeker sort of elaborates on a completely different tale that's like very much separated from mainline like mainline the arcane storyline so i'm like i'm very much happy to have that history lesson yeah, let me just pull this up um i'm pulling up the the map of not the not the uh show or the game but like the world of actual uh league of legends um it's it's pretty big and even this it, this is just like again like uh a potential representation of the actual uh show let me see i'm sharing my screen here And it's crazy you said the world of League of Legends because like that's basically the the whole championship for the league is is like League of Legends World Championship. So so as we see here, as we see here, uh, and I'm not even the best to explain. Somebody's gonna be like, ah, you explained it wrong. All right, this is the best knowledge that I got. Okay, so my understanding is, you know, that all of this is like think of like our world like there are different continents different yeah for sure each continent think of it like it's its own universe of like everything think of it like that okay. and so uh, the reason why i want you to think of it like that because like in one area it could be like like you know russia very cold very harsh specific kind of animals in a different place it could be a complete desert everything is totally different like like that not okay. definitely not definitely a different universe but like the 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 complete difference uh, as well as like of culture of like understanding and whatnot uh now if my eye serve me right okay if my eye serve me right um one of these areas is where the show takes place okay um, that makes sense and it's zon 
and Piltover, which Piltover right here and Zon right there. So okay. the show, the show is based off of these two. So remember, they mentioned that there was like a civil war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is the area that they're talking about. Uh, Piltover is like where Caitlyn is from. So it's like, you know, uh, upscale. The high class. Yeah, high class, you know, elitist, 1%. You know, like you saw in the, if you watch the show towards the end, you know, Caitlyn is like graduating from like high school or college mm -hmm. or whatever. And like her parents are like, yeah, you're going to do this. And then like, I want to be in the police. And they're like, what? You want to work in Zon? <laughs> Girl, you crazy. We got you lined up with a bachelor. And then she's like, I, I want to go down there. I'm like, no, honey, you go down there. You might not come back. You know what they do to people over there? Yeah, that's the world of League of Legends. But then you have like all of this other stuff over here, right? And so, for example, Mage Seeker is Demacia. This is yeah. the world. Mm -hmm. This is the world of of Lux. Lux. Okay, everybody's gonna hate me. I used to love Lux. Lux main. Lux is one of the most hated champions because she is like League of Legends main cash cow. Like every player or almost every player almost like buys a Lux skin. It's almost like I don't know why, but it's like statistically speaking, huh. like they keep releasing Lux skins because people keep buying them every year. Like there's characters that will never see a skin in the game. <laughs> But Lux is so popular because her story is so popular. Like her background about like she's in a country where they ban magic and she's like yep. the, one of the most powerful mages in the area. And then like Silas is this revolutionist of like mm -hmm. everybody has the right to freedom to express their magic. You know, that's his mindset. That's his policy. And it's like, when you see the show, like, like unfortunately, or for me, it's like automatically, like, I start to see, like, myself in these characters where it's like, man, like, that reminds me of, like, yeah, in this country or in this situation, like, they don't give us the right to do this or whatever. Like, I need to rise up. And, like, that's where, like, this, like, amazing attachment comes in. And if everybody cares, like, the Marvel and, um, the Marvel and uh, League of Legends collaboration, like one of the best stories, is the Lux and Silas story, where you're where you're actually witnessing like real time in a comic, like what they're actually thinking as a character. You know, Silas being locked up for many many years because he has the power to steal and copy. Everybody was like, "Well, who cares?" Like, yeah, think about if somebody has like an, a glitch in the in the Matrix. Like, all you have to do is be near a person, <laughs> and now you get to steal their ability. Like Lux's ability is like the magic of light, you know, he, he can steal that boom. If somebody else's ability is speed, now he can steal that, you know, Garen, I don't know if he's in Mage Seeker, but yeah. Garen, like his ability to like regenerate, be powerful, robust. Yeah. If you're, if you're fighting Silas and he was just about on one HP, now you get the Garen, you know, <laughs> magic or whatever. Now, boom, now you're back to like full health and it's like. I'm one upping you like his magic almost like it drains you and it makes him more powerful. I love uh, that. So so the whole like uh, like the whole history of League of Legends is primarily locked into like these areas. Like another one of the shows um or the comic um uh episodes or whatever mm -hmm. is like uh, Ash and like the the Fred I can't even say it uh fred lord or whatever like that's based off like heavy like norse mythology like arctic oh, mythology so cool. 
um you know like a viking mythology like you see a lot of like characters like that in there um now towards the end of the show back going back to arcane towards the end of the show you start seeing like noxus coming to the 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 role like you start seeing uh the 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 lady that um shula's mom uh, yes yes you start seeing Uh yeah i forgot i forgot like ah the dude's name uh the dude that 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 was with victor what's his name um dang it now now i'm blanking out his name Um, Uh, yeah um you're talking about the guy with the cane no 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 that's victor what's the yeah that is victor okay so um there was uh there was councilman um there there was miranda or miranda jace is not jace yes yes, yes. Uh okay so jace so it's like you know when you have like these characters and whatnot and they're they're essentially like starting to to collaborate together they're starting to build the world together but then like you get hit with noxus which noxus think of noxus like literally like literally noxus is like the united states of america like noxus (laughs) will go to like every country and annex it they will take and they they try to avoid war as much as possible Mm -hmm. but they will take because they think that they're like you know it's the it's just like the saying that you know we have we deserve to like have like all this land uh there there used to be a saying in the united states yeah so think of noxus like that that they're expansive and so now they're talking to Piltover because, like, obviously they're looking at what's going on in regards to, like, the technology that is being developed. And they see technology. They hear weapons of mass destruction. Like, mm-hmm. literally, think about it. Uh, from the transportation aspect, like, facilitating quick uh, movement from troops to food to weapons, etc. Quick transport to, like, also, like, actually doing damage, which you can see Hextech and yeah. like the rocket that Jinx did like those are weapons of mass destruction that uh the magic or whatever created um but yeah that's the world of 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 League of Legends um tune in next time <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll study a little bit more and give a more thorough uh, no, I like now, that and now in regards to in regards to like the character that I uh resonated most with i think the character in the show that i resonated most with has to be victor hands down Mm -hmm. because victor came from a low-born upbringing he comes in as an immigrant he's not from the area uh at least in the show it it appears like he's not from the area he gets transported by this random random dude right like everybody's (laughs) like who is this random dude Uh, that random dude by the way is one of my favorite characters in league of legends too uh, in Aram specifically, his name is Rise, and he's a wizard. Or, again, somebody's gonna be crucified. Oh, you're getting these terms wrong. Okay, he does something with magic, and like he loves knowledge, and so he gives Victor like this little used-up mana chip, which that's what that is. It's a little mana chip in the game. Like when you're playing the game as a mage, you get to buy that in the beginning to get more mana. So to see that, it was like a like a, a draw, like a what's it called, like a like a small little like easter egg for like actual gamers like oh wow he gave him a little mana a little mana thing like yeah victor from young he was predispositioned to this kind of a mindset of excellence of of improvement of of trying to push the human legacy on literally like that like, is his character if i if i remember correctly jace was the one who got the the stain from the mage right cuz he him and his mom were trapped in the blizzard you're right okay my yeah. fault my fault 
Thank you he for was, clarifying. He was I, the I was one who was trapped in the blizzard. And then, like, so Jace was the one who was trapped. Victor um, really wanted no, it because he had... Lowborn. I forgot how he came yeah. from Lowborn. Yeah, Victor came from Lowborn as well. Um, he was also in the slums because, like, his he had a mid Oh, he lied. He was never... Yeah. He Okay, yeah, he lied. Like, that's why he has the job. Okay, thank you for correction because I was mixed. See, I watched it three times, but that was last year. Okay, no, thank you for that. So it's Victor been a while, was the I understand. One, no, but Victor still is one of my favorite, and he's like for a time I mained him like actually in the game for a, quite a time. How does he play in the game? Yeah, because yeah. does he have the same limp and everything? Yes. So in the game, so 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 in the show, it doesn't show Victor as we know him in the game yet. Okay. So in the in the game, we see him like. Do you see, do you remember like when he start he's starting to like tinker with like the actual thing by himself, like with nobody else around? Yeah, and, like when he was doing the science experiments. Yeah. yeah, and then that girl comes in or whatever, and then like after that girl comes in, like some weird like third thing like just comes out of nowhere, and he's like, "What is this?" Like oh in yeah, the game, like almost like Venom, like basically yes, devours yes, that yes, girl. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So in the game, like that thing is its own entity. It's what? like it's like her, pretty much. It's like, but in the form of like this thing. And like over time, he gets to learn how to control it. And as he learns how to control it more and more, it becomes like like a science experiment. Like everything with him is almost like a science experiment. Like, okay. oh, if I put if I put more crystals in this area of the of the mechanism, like what is the what is the conclusion? Like what's gonna happen? And so during the game, like after every hundred minions that you you do, like you get to actually upgrade a piece of your equipment. So oh, that's cool. you you start to like have like you pretty much start weak, but then like ev after every you know, and every time you kill somebody, you get like twenty five off rip. So like after every certain period of time, you get to upgrade yourself and continuously. Mm -hmm. And so when you watch the show, you start to see the show as he's level zero. And as the show progresses, like everybody think of it, think of it like that. Everybody goes from level zero. And then like by uh, episode eight, everybody has their ultimates. <laughs> everybody, oh, has cool. their, mm -hmm. everybody has their ultimates. And like, uh, you know, they start with nothing and they have their ultimates. They have their special abilities, like his arm thingy is mm -hmm. so epic because like he gets to patch himself up which is so crazy like he has that to is. fix himself and then he gets to fix that if somebody attacks that he gets to fix that uh, and then it helps him essentially like rejuvenate because he's like a limpy dude who has like you know depression you know low, mm -hmm. low anxiety all this stuff low like, self-esteem and all that as, as well. he meets, meets the girl and he's like oh my goodness like i'm doing something i'm being you know i'm thriving in this place like they don't even know i'm lowborn or whatever jace is like they know i'm lowborn but they don't care <laughs> you know that's why i, I was mixing the them. that's why i was mixing them up because it's like they know i'm not from here and they're okay with it but like i don't i don't I don't I don't feel like I'm good enough at times to be here and some some of the like the purists are like ah he's not a pure you know individual that's why Victor is like he's like they would know if they knew that I'm not from here they would be like that that's why I gotta make sure that while everybody loves me while everybody cares for me while everybody's like giving me these opportunities I'm trying to like push this science thing forward as much as possible which is why he was never scared to like ask everybody like hey would you be down for this science experiment and after like everybody says no he's like damn like that what's the point of like living or whatever you know he also saying? has a term it seems like they were hinting uh hinting, hinting at extensively that he has like a terminal disease as well yes so the limp is like almost like a, a degenerative disease mm -hmm. which is why one of my favorite parts of the show with like this the emotional was like when he was doing the run 
Yeah. Because he was essentially told, like, you're never going to make it out of Zon. You're never going to make it out of the slums. Like, you got a limp. And you're in the slums. And, you know, you're That's dumb. rough. You're not from here. You yada, yada, yada. You got no special talent. And, like, and it's like, you knew this from the beginning. And then, like, to now, fast forward, he, you know, accidentally sacrificed uh, a human or whatever to now get powered up. And then, like, mm-hmm. in the story, like, he's, like, he's, re- like, think of, like, Iron Man. If Iron Man was willing to do something like that. That's who Victor is. If think of Iron Man, if Iron Man was willing to like sacrifice humans to like get an upgrade on like like on his Iron Man suit or whatever, like mm-hmm. yeah, that's Victor. And he has like as the show progresses, which I hope in season two, he actually creates a lot of the characters in League of Legends because his scientific discovery mindset is like mixed with like with like a, a, a like unmatched uh desire to progress human innovation almost like dare i say it almost on like some germany level like he's (laughs) willing to like sacrifice people in the name of science and purification like he like like look at it like this like i read like this dude is so like enthralled with like trying to do things to the human race like he had Neuralink before Neuralink was a thing that's was, crazy isn't it he was implanting like humans and and people who were halfway dying with like hey look you're halfway dying would you like to be a, a you know a modified genetically modified human being you would you like to be but but you have to do everything i say though i mm-hmm. said what do you mean it's like i'm gonna imp- insert a chip so that way you have undying loyalty to me so that if is ever if you ever step out of line <laughs> so would you do that it's like if you're about to die like think i don't care yeah whatever boom juice them up and so a lot of the characters maybe in season two a lot of the characters that might have died not Mm -hmm. just from victor because there's a lot of other characters such as that science dude that works with uh shilko yeah Mm -hmm. like that dude again he creates a lot of dudes too so like it makes you think like which characters you know that are quote unquote dead or haven't we haven't seen for quite some time are going to reappear as an as the ultimate form of their League of Legends game, which is why it's so exciting because it's like the story is building and it's so good. And then these characters, if you play them, these small Easter eggs, like oh now this character in the game like unlock their Q, unlock their mm-hmm. E, unlock their W, oh they unlock their R, which is that was my favorite part of the show. Jinx at the end she unlocks her R and she presses that R button which is the ult it's like oh oh it's the game is over uh okay but i'm, I'm getting too hype on it. All right, back, no, back, back, so back, i got a question oh, based oh, on oh, what oh, you oh. just said you said unlock your r is that so that's your special ability right yes yes and so when you said unlock your r I, i'm assuming you like you so you're playing league of legends on a key, mouse and keyboard the mm-hmm. r is how you use your special ability correct okay cool Cool. making sure making sure i got the term yeah so essentially like as the game progresses like with every time you kill a minion or every time you kill a person or every uh, turret every dragon every monster mm-hmm. uh or being around those activities while it happens you earn experience and after every certain amount of experience you get to level up your abilities every character gets four abilities plus okay. plus a passive which a passive you don't you can proc it or just like it's like you get more health or more damage if this activity or whatever happens like again jinx is like if i if i hurt somebody within the next three seconds and then they die now i get to run at 50 percent faster speed and i get to do an attack speed of 50 percent higher 
and people be like, oh that's overpowered yeah but her hit box is like so small so mm -hmm. she's nicknamed like almost like a glass cannon because as long as she can survive the game like she's unstoppable because as long as she taps somebody and then they die or another teammate kills them now she gets to just run through everybody as long as she doesn't die oh that's so cool and so when you see them play, like you start seeing like those kind of elements, like, oh, she's, she's like, oh, she's doing a little bit slow. Well, yeah, she's just getting started. But as soon as she knocks somebody out, it's like, oh, she's playing a little bit or she's doing it a little bit faster and she's doing it a little bit faster. Like when she was doing the, 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 the game with the shooting, I said, yeah, yeah she, at first it's a little slow, but as she's doing it, it's like, she's going faster and faster and same with Vi too. It's like, again, they got their own quirkiness to it. And that's part of their like actual, uh, game their gameplay like it's part of their game same with echo you know like they all have like these specific gameplays victor too like he mm -hmm. becomes more aggressive as he gains more knowledge and experience because now he's more confident in himself whereas before when he was not as confident he would never even think to be stepping up to like uh uh a jace never yeah. in a million years but the moment he got power in his hands he's like boy i got that thing yeah. on me you don't want this he's like jace is like you acting a little funny i thought we were partners he's like partners mm -hmm. boy i did all this thing by myself you were just the funnel you just paid you just paid the intellect boy uh so yeah that's that's like their their mindset and it's the aspect of the game you know as you progress and you get stronger and you get stronger you know you're not gonna take anything from anybody you know just yeah. like uh uh jace's girl's mom or whatever like she gets to be how she is because she knows how powerful she is and how powerful noxus is He's like, man, if you don't listen to me, I'll, I'll I'll tear this whole city down just with the people I'm with right now. That is crazy, isn't with it? The people I'm with right now. Imagine if I bring the uh, real army through here. Mm -hmm. So y'all better do what I say. Bring me that magic crystal power or whatever thing. That's why it's like, man, the story is so so understanding because that's exactly how the game goes. You know, that's how the characters level up. That's how you know their their attitudes change too. Because when you see, like, think about like if you played basketball, like just mm -hmm. a sport that majority of people play. Think about if you play basketball, but every time you're playing, you can't do everything. You can't just do a crossover. You can't just jump and shoot. You can't just block somebody you have to quote unquote earn that ability and once yeah. you have that ability to jump you know the ability to like block to shoot to dunk you know now after every certain period of time you have to wait until it cools down because you can't just spam jump 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 in real life like you have to actually wait your muscles aren't infinite your energy isn't unlimited you know unless you're a broken champion which some people are broken what you see in the show, there's certain broken people that no matter what happens, like, man, this person won't die. Is it, are they like, are they protected by League of Legends? Like what's going on? <laughs> no, they're just broken. Like that's literally like one of the things with the game. Like, ah, oh, this champ is broken. Yeah, that's what they mean. Like, why won't this person die? It's cause they're broken and they do an amazing job of, again, it's all these small little Easter eggs from like, you know, the backdrop of the city coinciding with the theme of a lot of the players' stories. Um, uh, but yeah, so it's, essentially it explores the origins and the backstories for all the champions. Uh, now, for somebody that has no, had no prior real thorough understanding of these characters, who they are, how it relates to the game, how good of a job or how bad of a job do you think League of Legends and Riot was in expanding the lore and world building of the game? I think they did a phenomenal job. I mean, like, I, you know, my biggest, I, I think one of the biggest, um, 
praises I can like possibly give um this this show is that it made me want more. It made me want to go explore to see if um the main secret of League of Legends game was like just as fulfilling as the as the show. It made me want to get more of the the IPs that we we saw here. Like it made me want more in this universe. Like I I think they did a phenomenal job. Like I can't wait for season two. Like in the moment they announced season two like season two is coming out i my my hope in my dream is that it's all out in one day so i can mow through that bad boy and absorb, absorb it because if i have to wait week to week i'm gonna be like crushed because it, it it is so good it is that good yes i'm gonna have to cosplay as echo with my dreads <laughs> you know, go, go boy wonder you know what i'm saying yeah now now to you uh what would you say is your your moment in the show that made the biggest impression of like man this is good um i would probably say it was the moment that vi uh vi got out of prison like the way vi kind of got out of prison and then like the way that you got to see how she immediately comes back into play and has that impact it's like i was hyped to see her and so like i think it starts with that episode off where like the um where the police girl is um going to go pick her up and to actually like interrogate her and the moment she comes back into play and sees her sister for the very first time and what her sister had become i'm like let's go that that to me is probably one of my favorite like moments of the entire show if i'm being honest it was just the build up and lead up to her like meeting her sister again because you know like that's it's it like this show is a tale of two sides it's a tale yeah. of like any like any like heads you could say heads is one girl head, like tails is another but it's like their story and the way that like they interact with the world due to mm -hmm. the circumstances that basically either they caused or like the hand that they were dealt and i i love that i love that and the build up to her seeing her sister again and what like her sister had bec uh, like becoming from our her evolution from powder all the way to what you call jinx is like phenomenal and i think like that that level of storytelling right there is like the moment i live for and breathe for when i watch like shows like this when i watch animes when i play video games that's that's what i want to see like i want to see that level of storytelling now how do you think riot did or league of legends how do you think they did mm -hmm. in regards to balancing out the time difference from building the story and making it an emotional impact as well as putting in the action that we the gamers actually know about uh how do you think they did in regards to balancing both of those out i think they did really well i think one of the biggest um one of the biggest compliments you can give um this studio and from the animation standpoint all the way to a story standpoint is that you even though like this is a game that's primarily like an action-based game it's like from a storyteller from a storyteller perspective like you go into this and you're always thinking about like i want to see the next big story beat more so mm -hmm. than i want to see the next action sequence which they do a phenomenal job of like giving you those big bombastic action-packed moments it's just like that's not why you're watching this show that's not like you know like sure like a lot of people love that love those moments in the show right, but right. like you're not like for the most part like no one's watching arcane and thinking to myself like i'm about to watch a bomb ass action scene that's like a dragon ball z level type action right, sequence. Right. they're watching this thinking to myself i'm like 
what's gonna happen when these two characters face off against each other are they going to go to blows like yeah like are they going to go to blows are the is there going to be like a big like oh my gosh like sister like are they are these sisters going to bond again like are is how does echo come into play like he who's been oppressed this whole entire time can they can like everything go back to the way it was like hmm. uh, are like when you see like with vander and um with vander and and like the different like dichotomies of those relationships like sure you you like wonder okay how how are these characters going to get out of this like pickle that they put themselves in but you almost it's almost like a it's almost a snack so to speak like the action is a snack whereas like mm -hmm. you see all the the storytelling and all the like character dynamics and the character evolutions and growth because i love me some good growth in characters right that's that's the meat and potatoes that is like the actual meal that you're getting out of this show but yeah they did a phenomenal job of mixing all those elements together this is a I, you know, for everyone out there who, who who's on the fence about watching Arcane, thinking to themselves, like, I don't know if that show is for me. I'm like, all right, I've never played League of Legends. I don't, don't listen to that. Like, don't okay. listen to that voice in your head. Like, dive yeah. into this and dive into this and really explore this world. Really get to learn its characters. Really get to, like, allow yourself to fall in love with the storytelling. Like, I... You know, even though this is an animated type show, if you are a Game of Thrones type fan, like, and you love that level of storytelling, give Arcane a shot. Like, because that, like, the way they tell stories is very much like that Game of Thrones that you've been missing in your life. It really is. It's like, right, right. I've been, yeah, I've been missing Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon, while it scratched that itch, is like, I know that's a few and far between type of show. So if you're looking for something along those lines, everyone listening, definitely give Arcane a shot. Now, who do you think in the show have the greatest amount of growth? Oh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Um, the greatest amount of growth. Oh, that is a really good one because I, mm, honestly, I would probably say, what is it? Um, is um Mel? Um, is Mel um Rada the character who is the cop character? No, no, that's the uh, Caitlyn that is, is the cop. Caitlyn is probably the one who had like the most growth throughout the show of like learning like, learning like how, where she comes from in life and uh, and also seeing like the grand scheme of things because of looking like, between to like be more hood yeah between yeah learning yeah. learning what the hood was actually like um, like I gotta be policed them and it's like yeah. where are you even playing with the academy boys or whatever this is the real deal yeah it's like, like she legitimately went from escargot to eating popeyes you know and basically <laughs> she did she went from escargot to eat popeyes and, and loving went, it too yeah and she was down for the cause like she she ate some popeyes and then for breakfast for lunch she ate some waffle house and for and for dinner she ate some church's chicken and she like her character growth was was 100 there like her and Vi, Vi are probably like the biggest like character growths, but like, cause in the opposite way, like Powder has the deterioration of a character. Like her character has a growth and evolution, but it's in the opposite way. Mm -hmm. So like that, like though any of those three characters, you can argue has probably the most growth in the show. Hmm. Now, in regards to um, the show's underlying theme what do you think 
the show was trending at uh, either at the beginning middle or end did you find that it was like a cohesive elemental story or because some people are like oh you know the fighting and stuff like that was so sporadic they got distracted from the main story so mm -hmm. do you find that there was like an underlying theme or like an actual story or do you think that it was just like stuff was just thrown out and it was just it, it made good per episode because it again it's like the game of thrones ask some people have that issue with game of thrones where it's like it's yeah. so long it's an hour long and it's like i don't find a theme even though like we know that there's a theme but like mm -hmm. it some people don't see the theme because it's like you're so fixated on you know the the things that are right there did you find the theme and if so what theme did you find oh yeah for sure for sure i think the the best i don't i don't think things have good elements of storytelling unless they have nuanced themes unless they have like layered themes and in this right. in like in this ip you see especially with arcane um you see like the theme of oppression you see the um the theme of like segregation you also see the the theme of like of of elitism and such like that you see like tons of different themes in the in this show like every episode every situation has its own nuanced theme and that you actually get to explore i mean whether you get to see something as simple or as like as simple or, or like as complicated as the theme of like what the theme of like of prejudice there i'm like the the theme of like uh, of socialization the theme of like um nature versus nurture is another one you see in here like what would these characters be like if they were in a nurturing environment versus like an environment where they are the oppressed citizens you know like there's so many different themes there you can get as heavy as you want to um and you know, like oh like overlaying themes all day and night with this show because there's almost like i i just listed some out and i probably know i'm missing like five or six you know like that's how complex this show is to where like it, it is a theme of like just uh like there's themes there's also lessons that that is that can be learned like at any given point you can like you can point at any given character and you can picture like either a theme circling around that character or you can picture a lesson that is um being learned or should be learned from that character and so yeah the the level of storytelling here is absolutely superb like i mentioned um you know to bring it back to like I, to bring it back to like the universe as a whole here like mm -hmm. the same the same level of storytelling was told in like mage seeker as well like in silas like that's a game i recommend because like you mentioned it earlier when you gave like the overview of the world map there like that is a story in a sense to where like this is also a story of oppression in an arcane that is like oppression dialed up to 10 to where like you see the mark of like what's um the what it means to be like a slave or what it means to like fight for freedom and fight against oppression like the the way league of legends tell just league of legends overall tells its themes throughout it, these characters is just i i wouldn't have believed it if you told me like seven months ago that league of legends was probably like one of the most slept on ips when it came to storytelling but like i can make that argument now like i can make the argument that league of legends as one of the best uh, storytellers in video games right now in 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 tv shows right now in animation right now and i i can't believe i'm saying that if i'm being honest no no it's because it's true though they have a they have teams of writing like not just one person they have teams of writing that actually like thoroughly created the lore of the actual world where 
throughout the timeline like there's like a youtube video where you can pull up like league of legends timeline it's like nine hours long and it's like a shortened version that's like 30 minutes long or whatever i, I listen to both because i like <laughs> <laughs> uh the, obviously the long one is super detailed the short one leaves a lot of information but it's essentially another world just like ours it's just another world where you have like literally different continents that fighting each other like noxus doesn't have time to take over piltover and zon because they're in like seven different wars at at, at once. the same time yeah that's, that's why crazy. like her like her mom like coming there and like she's just relaxing there like literally like that's her vacation she's vacationing from war and then she has to go back and go back to fighting and managing and stuff like that like the themes that i also see in addition to the ones that you mentioned mm -hmm. because for this particular group of city because I, I would say like it's based off of city honestly yeah. like based off of like the region like it's based off of the theme like there's villains there's like good people bad people there's neutral people there's yeah, people sure. that are just let the bullies happen like they'll just let it happen like there's people that will like you know like slinker away like retreat and then like at, at a given moment and notice like power up like victor and then like now it's like now he's the man and like like uh, i don't know if you noticed but in the story there was a dude uh that had like weird glasses or whatever yeah um the are you talking about the weird glasses who was almost like the scientist guy who was like he was like the old mentor to victor yeah he was the one who kind of taught him how to kind of like use that this the the like stuff that was ended up like turning him into like the 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 mutant type of creature right that yep. that guy with glasses yep and so yeah. like those individuals like with that serum that the silco dude uh, that Silco's guy doing or whatever, like those individuals, they become empowered enough to almost essentially be just like with the magic thing. It's like the the it's like literally like it's like street math versus like pharmaceutical math. Mm -hmm. I'm like it's different like levels of power, but it's like and it's like a a war between two nations. And so when you have that level of world building, where like every region has those level of conflicts and so for that region it's the elitism where it's like people are thinking i'm better than thou and because those regions have money it's literally like in the real world like where you have a police force that has trillions of dollars it's way different than a police force that has twenty thousand like, dollars yeah. and you and you see it and like they have so much money to police that nobody would even dare to go into the piltover area unless they're trying to you know literally die or just be you know eternally like hidden away which is exactly why they had so much money like you blew up somebody's important apartment building which is a child crazy right from the council which immediately let think of like that's blowing up like the president's child's like uh, a, a room it's like yeah. bro, this is the president's child's room or like the vice president or what somebody from the council is very important in that society and so like you have that level of conflict you know same like now like not to get political but like with the underground with the with the submarine thing it's like the same oh, thing man, yeah. we have like the piltover people on an expedition to like something that's so far and dangerous and like you have people from zon that would be like 
why not just give us that money <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like like you got people like zon that would be like roasting and then like you got people from piltover like how dare you not have any sympathy for like mm. these and so it's like now we're like transgressing into like that blurred line of like this is sci-fi and fantasy but like it's so resonating like it's the music like it's so like revolutionary and it's like it feels so good because it's like some people are actually living this misery and the show encapsulates exactly what they're going through and i think that for me is like such an amazing theme of like like the show is saying like we we hear you and i think it's because it's such a global game where people actually have told riot like i'm going through a civil war in you know the middle east or in africa or in south america or you know wherever like i'm and this is how i escape by playing this game and they're hearing this and they're here and like and this character looks like me and sounds like me and they even talk like me they have same interests as me like oh my god and like this is the theme that i see like portrayed and that's why like for gamers that played it like oh my goodness like i i've been playing this game from day one like you know this this player is like so not you know the meta version you know there's people like that like and there's other people like oh my goodness like if this character is a playable character i want to play like how do they play like it's so good on so many different levels like, yeah the theme it's just like so many again so many different like, i couldn't explain it to you because like <laughs> there's so there's so much to explain like you have to peel so many layers and in my case i have to watch it so many times just to understand like oh i think i understand like this additional piece of layer or this this additional piece of information that they wanted us to understand about either like you know echo or like you know loving everybody you know and at least having your own you know like hey yeah maybe we're not trying to like kill nobody but like at least let us have our own area you know mm -hmm. almost like literally like refugees where it's like the refugee aspect of the story of the element where you know again the capsized boat that got overshadowed by yeah. the submarine where you got literally refugees trying to run and escape you know from their oppressed location into uh, you know what they think is the promised land you know and they don't care that if during the journey you know what i'm saying like because yeah. in their head it's better and that's why when you see the show it encapsulates so much of that element people oh well that's a, a terrible thing to you know make money off of but it's like media is going to be made regardless one mm -hmm. and two you get to create the media that 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 you resonate most with and as you mentioned like who wouldn't want to see a show that has somebody that looks like them talks like them acts like them plagues like them and then you get to decide like do you want to be them or do you want i like how they look but I, I really like this other character i like how they play i like how they fight like i like how caitlin looks but i like how you know jace fights or oh i wonder how how does heimerdinger fight like if, if he's a fighter like what does he do he i can't old, even imagine how this he is plays an old man yeah. like how's this old 960 year old man that's in the body of a yordle how does he fight it's like does he fight is he ranged is he melee like what does he do does he transform like there's so many aspects of the story that that's why i really like as a gamer i really like it. as somebody who loved game of thrones and loves world building and loves the character uh, description and loves like almost like you get to like see zoomed in like who this character truly is and i think that the show does a really 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 well in in delivering that uh to us um and i did want to ask like as a yeah. new a new person that is 
essentially getting a really exposed to League of Legends, um, maybe not for the first time, but for the first thorough time, yeah. you know, what are some things that you might have said to yourself earlier had you had known, like, there's this amazing treasure trove of content and game? I think, I, you know, I think, like, uh, I, I this goes back to who I am as a gamer. So, um, you know, like, I host the, the podcast, the Single Player Experience podcast, and, you know, I mostly focus on single player games uh, during that show and we also you know talk about talk to developers about the games they're making and such like that but for the most part we also like we focus primarily on the single player like games because like that's who i am as a gamer so i don't right, think right. i don't think if i had like a time machine i'd go back and tell myself like hey you need to play league of legends but I do think if I were to go back and to tell myself something about League of Legends, it would be go back and read the comics. Like, I think the the lore, because I think that's the yeah. part would, that would probably Ooh. really ingratiate me into, like, the universe. Um, as far as, like, I, as far as um, me going back and me going back and telling myself something about the game, it mm -hmm. would be, like, wait until now to actually, like, start playing the games mm -hmm. of this universe. Because, like, uh, oh, as a, a yeah like as a as a gamer you know like i think league of legends right now it, it's giving some, like riot's doing a fantastic job of of like partnering with other indie studios and making like right. games in their universe that that kind of appeal to a wider variety of gamers other than just people who like you know mo like uh, online multiplayer games like Mage Seeker is a action adventure game. Very much feels like a 2D version of God of War fused with Hades. Echo, right, right. Uh, the Echo game, um, is a indie level platformer that feels almost like, almost kind of Celeste like uh, for all the people who like Celeste, one of the greatest platformers of all time. Like it almost feels, it has a lot of those like, like a lot of that vibe and essence from Celeste, but with a really cool like art style that feels more League of Legends. So. I'd tell myself, like, hey, like, after you watch our, like, if I was going back in time, I'd tell myself, wait until you see the show Arcane, and then start playing these very good spinoff games from League of Legends, and that is what's really going to get you into that universe, but before you do that, if you want to warm yourself up to a universe that you're going to really, really, really fall in love with, you should probably, like, start reading these comics, because I'm a big comic person myself, so yeah, I think... I think that is kind of what I would tell myself if I had a time machine. Now, do you think that because League of Legends just won Ooh. so many awards, did such a good job, do you think that they, they set the bars high for any other video game wannabe adaptation to a show or a, or a movie or something like that? Or it was just because this is such a, like a, a very well budgeted uh because they had a lot of money to throw at this yeah, uh, that uh that this is this is like the best that you're gonna get no um i think that's a really good question first of all um so really good question i think to answer your question though i think like i don't think this is the best we're ever gonna get i actually you know like right now i and this is completely blasphemy considering we um we just gave the praises on League of Legends, um, the Arcane for for this extensive amount of time. Like, I think there's an argument that it's not even the best like uh, adaptation we've gotten recently because like a lot of video game adaptations have been so good. Like, um, it doesn't like doesn't matter the genre. Like, 
a lot of people love the super mario brothers movie right. like a lot of people really love that movie and i watched it really enjoyed myself i don't think it's better than arcane myself personally but right. you know i i the argument could be made like um <laughs> the argument could be made um sonic the hedgehog both both one and two like a lot of people really love that movie the movie did really extremely well and you know we also got um you know to also shout out to something i really enjoyed and think is on the level of arcane we also got the last of us tv show um phenomenal tv show yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing video game adaptation it, it is it 1v1 for what the last of us video game is no it's not 1v1 but it is a damn good adaptation it has a lot of the same core the core um moments of the show it has a lot of the same themes as the show it has that found family dichotomy that we love to see in and love loved in the last of us video game so yeah i think um i think we're just in a new age of video game adaptations to where like we're just going to keep seeing them get better and better and i feel like the writing is what changed the writing and the emphasis on putting a budget into it because like i i don't know what you, are you a 90s kid mm -hmm. okay so as a 90s kid you remember the mortal kombat movies right like mm -hmm. the Mortal Kombat movies, the '80s movie, the '80s. They also had the Street Fighter movies and such like that. Like, yeah, they tried with video game adaptations, but they didn't really try. Try. I'm like, they felt like almost like they almost felt like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, to where like you yes. felt like they they did it just to kind of see what the test the waters out, but they didn't quite put a lot of effort into. I now didn't, they didn't have the the technology. I don't think the yeah, technology. That's a good point. I don't think the technology was up to par to what they were what they were trying to do and so like i think at that moment in time that was the best money could afford like in terms of like cgi in terms of editing like in all of that like remember gaming at that time it was like so like it was like it's barely 2d now it's like you try to do a video game and if it doesn't have 3d people are like complaining like ah oh, this is not 3d i don't even want to look at it kind of thing it's like you know, so so at that point in time, you know, they 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 did what they could with the tech because now the same, you know, individuals that get inspiration from when they watch that, they take into account like that's how they felt. But now they're taking those feelings and they're like connecting it with the technology and like revising it over and over and over again with the professional that can make that vision a reality. Because just look at, you know, the past like five years of tech uh, of technology, how crazy it went from like, you know, having like 1080p being the standard of like the highest resolution monitors to like now if it's not a 4K, you know, people are complaining like, oh, it's not the best thing possible or whatever. And, you know, so we're, 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 we're encroaching that. So I think that we're gonna, you might be right. Like we're, we're nowhere near like what we're capable of. What I really want to know though, is like, what do you think we are actually going to be capable of doing? Because if in the next year or two, Arcane starts tapping into newer technology, whether in regards to Sci-Gi, uh, CGI, mm -hmm. uh, AR, VR, uh, 4K, 8K, even 4D, where I started seeing like crazy new technology, you know, what would be your hopes, you know, again, if budgeting aside, you know, yeah, you have the, yeah. the freedom to like innovate, like, hey, you know, they're asking you for your advice. What would you say? Like, this is what I would like to see in season two or three. I think they're going to I think they're going to stay the course. I don't think mm. I think the same budget, you know, I think for a lot of studios, I think it's a, if it ain't broke, don't fix it thing. I don't see them. 
you know, I don't see uh, Netflix and and Ar and Arcane and Riot coming together and saying like, "Hey, let's throw in like twenty more million dollars towards this thing." When like this thing was a smashing success at its at its like regular price point, I see them just staying the course there. Like, mm. I if anything, I could see them taking the money that like that extra twenty million and creating side side shows. Like, oh, that you, would be amazing. Yeah. Woo! that that's where i see like this franchise going specifically but it like to pivot off of um that and and talk about like where like the world what we'll see for future video game adaptations like we're gonna see like it's already been announced we're getting god of war the television show like mm -hmm. we're getting ghost of Tsushima, the movie which is yep, a phenomenal yep. playstation exclusive um we're getting horizon for uh, like the horizon zero dawn um tv show by done by the netflix studio as well mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. So we're getting and we're getting um uh, we're getting like adaptations and such like that with high budgets with high premium um people behind them. I don't know. The only thing I'm worried about right now with both like Arcane season two and three and with all those other adaptations I've talked about is that the fact that we're in the writer strike right now. Like the writer strike is might have a huge part to play with how these projects chant turned out. Like. Put it like this. I know a lot of people don't think like the writer strike is a big deal. Do you remember the show like Heroes back in the day? Yeah, I, okay. I, I remember only like a few episodes, but I used to love that show. Yeah. Okay. So Heroes, Lost, Firefly, all got affected by the the writer strike. The Walking Dead, another one, kind of. Yeah, I remember it. Heroes and Lost too. Yeah, yeah, I love Lost too. I watched more of Lost too. Yeah. So like, okay. So there was a point in Heroes when like a lot of people consider like that first episode to be one of the like one of the prime episodes of television yes. especially of that era writer yeah. strike um so like it was doing well first season writer strikes hits that show goes from being one of the most highly acclaimed shows to being one of the most like rotten shows out there and in the span of one season and it's because of the writer strike it's because like the same people writing the later parts of that show weren't the same people who started off in the beginning and the same thing is going to happen. Like a lot of people project the same things is going to happen with a lot of the shows we're seeing right now. So essentially, like it's 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 not like like bad mouthing like the people who replace the people, but it's no, like saying, no. like the best that you could get at the price point at what you were looking at that could fit the mold. You're unable to get because you know certain things that they're not agreeing with. Is it in terms of like, but is it in terms of a whole agency or a, it's like an industry? Because they're saying the writers it's a, it's a, is a, yeah, one agency a, that touches everything. Like, what, what it, it's a writer's guild. So like uh, a whole collection. Like, say there's so seven it's a writing monopoly. Like, I'm so ignorant. Like, I'm a League of Legends <laughs> player. Like, what? Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, they they have monopolized the writing. Like, how can they <laughs> legally do this? Like, this is like Noxus. Like what in the world? We need to go to war again. Why is people not like? And anybody who is like, guys, I have no idea. I am misunderstanding. I'm ignorant. He's about to explain it to me. I don't know. It, it is like it is a, a lot more nuanced than that. Um. So like, uh, so like, imagine, you know, like there's a whole lot of um agents in Hollywood, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, there's a whole lot of agents, and that means a whole lot of agencies um the same thing can be said with writers and like they all come together and they all um like most a lot of writers in hollywood media and all that kind of stuff like they work under a guild think of it sort of like um a union sort of like 
a union that's exactly right um think of it sort of like a union and that's to make sure they're not like being mistreated in such a bad like uh, way that's just or the, high that's the union name is riders guild yeah i mean yeah i think it's like the i i don't know the technical name for it let me make sure um, like, man, that's such a like that's a throw off e kind of a name <laughs> like riders guild like whoa we're about to rank up we're about to grind tonight let's go <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're the writers guild. Let's go. I'll be joining that guild. Come on now. Okay, so so like yeah, the writer strike. Um, the technical name, uh, like the so right now is uh, like labeled as the writer strike. Um, but like if you think about it, like the one of the things that they're doing, uh, one of the reasons why they're striking right now is because of the rise of AI technology. Like, I don't know if you've seen chat, um, chat G, uh, GPT and all that kind of stuff, but like, like it's able to write scripts now. It's able, now, I'm not saying they're able, like great scripts or anything like that, but it is able to write scripts. It's able to write like news stories. It's able to write like press blogs and stuff like that. Um, so it is one of those things to where like writers are terrified about this. Like, like what happens if like ai can write a script that they've that they would work on for nine months and it can do it in five minutes do you think you're you think you're still gonna have a job you know yeah that's 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 so scary because that that is on everybody because there's like if if everybody goes that route type of thing like it's just gonna be literally like victor <laughs> like yeah. from arcane like everything is going to be automated so it's like what is your purpose of existence kind of thing like you know you got to understand that by by denying you know individual the opportunity to work and to earn a, a living kind of thing and and to cater to the ai then that means at some point you whoever authorized that you're going to be replaced too by you know like well i can't be replaced i'm the director well let me just create the director app because you took me out well then i'm gonna retaliate and i'm gonna create an i'm a like what's up i i don't need to know coding you use the same coding to fire me well i'm gonna use the same coding to create something that's gonna fire you and that's literally like when i see like victor and that's why i really like him when i see victor that's all he's that's all he's been doing like throughout his life like he's like man from from a kid i saw Piltover, like like this place where like the gods are, and like his description of it, like the same with like Kratos describing like what Mount Olympus would be like if he was there, like you know if I was there, you know the gods mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like, and then once you're there, it's like, man, this place is just like where I was at before, just a little nicer. It's like, man, I would have been just fine being in in Zon, but now that I'm here, you know, might as well. You know, and that's literally what I see what was going on in regards to like the 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 whole situation and with AI, like you, you whoever cast the first throne the stone kind of thing, like you're about to get judged too. You know, you think that it, your job is safe. Why, wait until you know you get AI generated full feature length movies. Why would you need a director anyway? Like it's gonna happen and it's gonna be good. Just like they started doing it with AI generated music and rappers and executive producers, everybody started going up in arms about like, hey, you can't use my likeness without my permission. But it's like, it slaps, you know? Like who knows, who's to say like Arcane isn't like, hey, this episode was AI generated per Victor's request. Like we don't know, we, we, know, we have no idea. But I do, I understand now how you're, how you're explaining it. That's a big domino effect. It is a big domino thing. And then, like, um, 
so to to give a little more like um salt like salt and pepper seasoning to to what we were saying here i i do want to clarify the writer writers guild of america the wga is a joint effort of two different american union uh, american labor unions representing mm. writers in films tv radio and online media the writers guild of america east headquartered in new york city is an affiliate with the aflcio so it is two different writers um it is two different union labors that are combining to make up the what we call the writers guild and you know it does have that domino effect to, to where like i know you uh, like you said ai is capable of doing a lot but like there there still needs to be that human element as we are right now of like because ai ai can write something but it doesn't necessarily understand like a dialogue as well or like they might it might mean you might have to change some story beats to actually make like everything fit so we're not co completely perfect with it but it is just that scary element that it can replace jobs very soon yeah and it's, uh, very it's the process of math like with with technology it's like after every x period of time it's just gonna get better like yeah. when did chat gpt get released and like now it's like somebody said it's like on its fourth version already and it's like it's not even like a year old and it's like and it's already bought out by microsoft like microsoft bought it out and already put it into bing and put it into like a whole bunch of stuff and now like everything has like some sort of ai version like hey do this and then do this with ai to do it better you know, oh, you could just yeah. upload your podcast, but you could upload and have it AI edited and you can get your cover. You can get an AI <laughs> and it's like everything is going to be including that. So it's like, yeah, it's like it's almost scary. It's like we're literally watching like that's why I'm like Victor is like almost predicting the future kind of thing on, on some like predicting the next five to 10 years future where it's like you're removing a human element that it's like it's almost there. I said it like you're you're not supposed to even be tinkering or touching it. Cause it's like once you start that, like you can't undo it. There is no yeah, control Z. There's no control Alt Delete. You can't just like shut down. You can't hold the AI and just like power it down. Cause it's like you got millions of miles worth of like data called the internet that it's it's living in there. And it's like and now we got people that are creating bodies of physical robots that they're just looking to include and imbued like almost like an iron man physical kind of body where you could just put a neural link and like now this you know 3000 pound robot that can lift like 30000 pounds and that has blasters in its arm you know not saying this is a league of legends player by the way yeah because there might be a league of legends player like this but i'm just saying like <laughs> The future is looking a lot like Victor's storyland of like, this is how I want the world to live. You know, I want them to be all mentally locked into me. Like, you can't do anything without AI. Just like with Wally. That's like, uh, wow. Yeah, like with Wally, like, all, all you see is everybody chilling on like their chairs or whatever, and they're doing everything. And it's like, you know, watching a video because the AI knows what you like, you know, knows how to dress you up the way you like. You don't even got to say it. You just press the button. And then the button on it's like that's where we're traversing towards the world very very sci-fi e very scary mm -hmm. uh but it again as i like how the show shows it uh a little bit at the end like i'm pretty sure the second season is going to dive in uh, especially as i mentioned like the iron man kind of a character because i hope i hope i saw i saw during the show i saw a silhouette a few of a few characters that i was like oh they're gonna be coming out in season two um 
<laughs> which, which is amazing because like a lot of the a lot of like the cutscenes towards the end of the show like you can hear a lot of their theme music and it's like it's like oh i know who's coming in season two i know who's coming um so mm -hmm. it makes me really hype um but it gives me a you know your explanation about the writers guild situation it does give me like a introspective like understanding like man you know a lot of stuff is going to be changing radically because if there's like almost eleven thousand plus people that could be without jobs or like and it's not like the eleven thousand people are going to get fired right away but it's like you're going to lose a lot of people over a you know, you know it could be a, a thousand per month you know until like yeah the people who are left are the people who know how to use chat gpt proficiently so if you out there are a gamer and productive you need to be on the money with like all the stuff that if if you want to be anything in regards to you know a creative like yeah you need to be on the ball and if not on the ball you need to be on the double down like i'm better than the ai like because i think like at some point it's just like with piltover and zon and arcane there's gonna be two sides to this coin there's gonna be people who are like gonna you know be on like this terminator side <laughs> they're gonna be on the, mm -hmm. the, the piltover side like yeah use the technology use the robotic dogs that will marginalize the the black and brown communities and it will kill on site upon command just because you're unclean or not worth this area and you got this other group of people that are like bruh like we just figured out how to make money and now you're you're gonna start like using what we started valuing called life you're gonna just throw it away because now what we created from like the black and brown community you're taking all this technology that we're creating from the stem field that's why i like arcane it's like we created all this information that then you took in your academies and you use our like crappy information and that certain certain uh scientists are like damn these are actually pretty good let's use them to make weapons of mass destruction <laughs> like let's use the information that they provided using our mcas or our, like our standardized testing let's use all this in order. and i'm like man like arcane all, all has like these deep themes that are like are so deeply layered like is this what is actually happening in the real world like people are taking like kids ideas and whatever and like you got people like victor that are just like shifting through all this research like people like him he don't care if this research is vetted or not he's just looking like oh wow this is a good idea but let me try this mm -hmm. idea let me let me now tweak this you know part of my arm part of my body my leg or like into that person's body that person's leg that person's brain let me modify that because at some point in time who is going to stop when the first billionaire is like i'm gonna you know convert my body to 50 percent metal android basically you know, yeah i understand you know like there's gonna have it's gonna it's like oh that might prolong my life you know what if i replace all my organs in my body to be 100 percent inorganic material yeah yeah you know? uh, it's 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 one of the crazy things uh to bring it back to the the writer strike and all that kind of stuff it's like we are in a time to where like yeah that could have some serious ramifications on like a show like arcane season two or like arcane season three for that matter but like Hopefully it won't. I mean, I would love to see everything continue as 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 it has progressed um, throughout this show because I think this is a phenomenal IP. I would, I, I told you before um, while we were recording. I think I can't wait to see more of what the uh, Riot has in store for League of Legends and this universe. And yeah, I think this is a great. Uh, I think this is like a great example of how you can take something with a really intriguing like premise and really involve it into something that the mainstream population can really sink their teeth into.
and it's and it's so intriguing because most people would never imagine that the show stems from a video game first time yeah, seeing yeah. it i showed it to my family and we're 30 minutes in and then I, i'm like i got a confession to make <laughs> and it's like what's the mm -hmm. confession it's like this is from my favorite video game the one i spend all the time streaming and gaming and creating highlights mm -hmm. yeah that's the game and they're like no it's not it's like i'm like yes <laughs> yes it is but it's so good and it looks so different like your game is top down i was like they're not gonna make a story top down like come on now they're gonna make it like where you can understand it and they're not gonna make i mean as of now i don't know they might not gonna make it live action to like you know because certain characters aren't human they're like they're otherworldly and they're they're not again they're not introduced yet they're not there yet or i don't know if there will ever be introduced because just as like a super spoiler uh for anybody that's still watching uh if you're still watching please like comment and subscribe but if you're, still, <laughs> yeah, watching, sure if you're still watching there's a character that's a freaking galaxy <laughs> That is insane. Like that is absolutely it's insane. A, it's a galaxy. And so I was like, how how do you introduce a galaxy into like a like that's why I said like yeah the majority of the characters are in this world, uh, but like there's certain other characters that are are not of a world or this world. They're like a galaxy, like an actual moving galaxy, like a dragon breathing galaxy where the world that we saw on the map is in that galaxy kind of thing, like. And there's another one that it's like it's called the watcher like watchers uh where it's like these are like the entities that created everything okay so very marvel-esque yeah yeah so it's like exactly so it's like you can't i don't know how you would even introduce that into like this small subset but that's why i said i agree a thousand percent with what you were saying in regards to the uh, ability that they could take this money and just start creating more and more different shows from explaining who the watchers are how this world started of league of legends uh to like the more exciting games uh excuse me the exciting characters or the ones that have like all the skins like lux like oh i would die to have a lux story like what like i i check out the comic that marvel and um league of legends put out guys it is 100 percent free if you find it <laughs> if you find it it's hard to it, find it is not hard to find but there's it's hard to find the free version the free oh, version okay, is on the riot slash marvel website i don't even know because i stumble upon it like every so often when i'm like well where is it because when again marvel may hate me but like you you just search it up and like you got to pay for it when you go to like the marvel website but riot has like the free version where it's the same thing on the web it's like with pdf they get paid because you're on their site there's advertising and all that stuff so it's not yeah. a pirated version uh but you have to find that it is very hard to find that one uh but yeah i really like how the show goes i really like how the show encompasses not just the story for a game but mm -hmm. gives us real world ramifications of like this could happen to you or a lot of people again are saying like this happened to me i was a part of a a, a a conflict between two parties you know in the same city that you know are going back and forth like uh the echo and and jinx thing where it's like we're on the same team but not on the same side if that even makes sense yeah. like we're both against them but we're fighting against us because we have on, on some like you know, we have differing ideals but we're on the same side 
you know and it's like this human element to this amazing story where a lot of people can say i really resonate with this character and i really you know value this some people are like because of the show i'm going back to gaming this toxic game guys guys if you don't like a toxic community please stay away from league <laughs> and, and if you're going to play don't play anything remotely competitive play everything that has nothing to do with competition because competitive people are going to be competitive just that's like so funny in basketball and soccer and football some people are so competitive they hate losing they will make you feel like you're worthless if you just block them that's why when i play guys just as a heads up the reason why i've done so well in in league of legends lately is because i just i just put everybody as an npc in the game you can actually do that i didn't even know that huh. was something you can actually go in the game and like change their name so that way the game only says that they're you know like this is echo it doesn't say you know nico penguin you know gamer score 15 da, 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 da. you know so when they're talking it's just like echo says you know f you and it's like oh wow echo from the show amazing good, <laughs> good, good I, like, I like i like it i like it because in the community it's already now like you're not supposed to be nice so it's mm -hmm. like people are naturally going to be mean to you just can't take it the wrong way you got to look at it like it's bander telling you like hey don't do that but like if you do that be good at it like man okay. you suck but if you suck at least get a kill or two like come on man so so i you know all this to say that the show did an amazing job it i think it, it more than lived up to the hype because it, it got jid it got radioactive uh, i mean it got um imagine dragons on there it had a lot of different cast members people from different walks of life participating in the show from the behind the scenes the mm -hmm. the music the the almost like orchestra orchestra the the theater work on the set even the behind the scenes was so amazing uh but you know thank you so much for joining us on this episode uh today <laughs> sebastian it's been phenomenal this is one of the longest episodes for a gamer's guide to productivity you know we definitely explored the captivating world of arcane uh we yeah. even gave a little bit of like a educational uh mapping of like the worlds of arcane uh if you guys really like to let me know which country if you're a noob to league of legends which country is most like the usa in terms of the league of legends world uh just drop a comment below uh, we hope that you enjoyed the the in-depth review and analysis of the show and that hopefully it's inspired you to reflect on you know the powerful story time that you see every day in regards to branding and its potential impact on your own gaming journey in your own everyday life you know definitely don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for much more discussions uh we might have to make it a routine every 10 episodes or so to bring sebastian on over it's already <laughs> the third one we're on episode 23 might as well make it uh much more formal we're gonna have to figure something out uh <laughs> and just figure out new topics to discuss each and every time because it's 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 such a good good episode we have to time block because yeah. we just ran 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 um there's so much content uh definitely check him out i'm gonna give him his uh, uh opportunity to leverage himself uh right now but uh, definitely don't forget to subscribe guys uh for much more practical tips on how you can become a productive individual utilizing your skills and experience as a gamer uh so sebastian let us know where we can follow you like you uh and support you all right thank you so much for the plug spot here nico um 
And like, yeah, yeah. If you liked what you heard from me um, throughout this episode, you can definitely check me out at the Single Player Experience Podcast, the premier podcast for single player gamers to find about the good single player games to play and how to manage your video game backlog. Yeah, we um, just like the conversation here, we um, do a lot of deep dives into video games, um, specifically the some of the new games that we um, I'll bring in like an expertise into a video game category, and we'll do a deep dive into games like the last of us metroid prime um gears of war just different types of of games and such like that and we'll dive into it and let you know what who is that game for and whether or not you should have it in your video game backlog so if that sounds like anything that's up your alley definitely go check out the single player experience podcast and you know before we go nico what video game would you recommend people to check out other than league of legends uh, I, w- I would definitely, guys, I would never recommend League of Legends. That's for <laughs> hardcore gamers only. Like, okay. I'm being for real. That It's like it's like recommending, like, Call of Duty uh, lobby <laughs> to somebody. Like, that is so hard. Like, you got to be a tough, tough gamer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't recommend League of Legends unless you got a PC and you really want to get your, your butt spanked enough. <laughs> and then you get better because you only get better the more you get your butt spanked. I'm going to just keep it real. Yeah, if you guys sure. want to ever, if you, oh, Arcane is amazing. I want to play League of Legends. Okay. Uh, if you don't want to get your butt spanked and you want to dominate, I would actually recommend you to play Wild Rift. Oh. It is the mobile version of League of Legends, 100% mobile version. It is authentic. There's only like 30 champions on there so far. So it doesn't have the full roster because a lot of the champions are very complex. Um, and you, okay. they're trying to figure out a way to like make it a mobile version of how to make the champions so right now that it's only the champions that are already like able to play on the mobile version it's very fun it's way easier so for people who have like a tough time like just getting spanked like 0 and 15 like yeah you're not really gonna go 0 and 15 unless you go to the competitive side which when you go to the competitive side in any game you're gonna have people who can drop 50 points you know it's <laughs> basketball speaking uh, they can drop 50 points in the NBA, but they'll go into like the lowest bracket of competition to spank you. Just be aware okay. that that will happen from time to time. Hopefully, if you are a natural talent, you'll be the one that b- will be doing that. And then you'll be like, okay, this is too easy. I'm, I'm beating everybody. Well, that's when you go to the competitive mode. When it's too easy, when you're getting like 20 kills and like barely dying, that's when you that's when you have the idea like, okay, I think it's time to like see who can actually make me earn my kills kind of thing. Uh, so definitely wild rift now if it's nothing league of legends related uh i would say chess uh, <laughs> <laughs> just your old chess i like that that's a good throwback uh for if it's non league of legends related it's so hard because league is just such like an addiction and like a time suck of like focus mm-hmm. like um i rarely i rarely like do anything other than league because it's it's such a time suck anything really related is just like I'm so intrigued. Now I gotta I gotta pull up my 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 list of games here. Um no, yeah, it's all good. I was just yeah, curious. I deleted, I deleted everything for League. It's like I feel like I'm cheating just even <laughs> thinking about this, man. Like I don't want to cheat on League. <laughs> I understand. Like, before League, before League, uh I was a first person player. So okay. I would play games like uh uh like MMORPGs where it's like me versus a thing but then I, I can bring people along so i'll play games like uh, path of exile 
okay i'm a i'm a grinder so i like i would like just like this podcast like i would play three four hours just like grinding path of exile just like hammering out the same thing over and over and over again which is why i'm like wait there's people that they play league of legends and they they can make money as a streamer i was like well but you got to be nice at it i was like Psh, but yeah. that just requires putting in a lot of work I said, bro, I could put in a lot of work because before that, I was doing that with like NBA 2K. I was doing that with FIFA. I would just do the my career. Like I wasn't playing competitively because <laughs> I hate playing with somebody who beats me. Like I'm just like not even lying. I just hate when people beat me. So I'm like, why? Where can I go that's gonna get my my desire to play a sport, but I can actually like improve? That's like, well, yeah. if I do my player, I can I can. I can run in the game. Like, yeah, I'm running sitting on the couch, you know what I'm saying? Or sitting behind the keyboard. Like, yeah, I'm running. I'm scoring. I'm, I'm doing everything. So I would I would say, you know, follow your passion. Um, the, the the RPG game that I did play the most, though, was Skyrim. I did play Skyrim the most. Okay. Uh, I played both versions of it, the, the single-player keyboard and the VR headset version. And I mm -hmm. will say uh, I only put, like, I think it was like only 70 hours in on the keyboard and I put like 15 hours in on like the headset and it was so scary because like the <laughs> dragon like I set it up to like 2k so like the dragon was like crispy HD I know it's fake but like when you're in there and like you're forgetting that you're in a virtual world it's like you're about to get cooked <laughs> yeah for sure and like I'm getting cooked out here like is this a hot or it's like I'm just getting embarrassed that I'm losing to this dragon that's fictitious but uh, yeah, that's what I would recommend. Uh, what would you recommend for your game of choice if it's outside yeah. of your area? Yeah, I mean, um, for single-player gamers listening to the, this episode, um, definitely check out the Mave Seeker League of Legends story. Um, even it, especially if you're interested in um, like Arcane's got you interested in like exploring more of the League of Legends universe, I definitely recommend that it's a good single-player game game um, to definitely dive into, especially if you like games like Hades and um, old retro God of War with a Diablo spin to it. So definitely check that out, everyone. Um, yeah, um, outside of that, you can find a lot more recommendations of the Single Player Experience podcast. Nico, man, thank you so much for having me on the show. No, thank you. Like I said, we're about to make this a regular. So until next time, everybody keep gaming, keep leveling up both in the virtual world and in the real world. If you need any content until the next interview, make sure to check out nicopingan.com for today. Like, comment, subscribe. Take care and have a great rest of your day. So that's a wrap for this episode. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Nico Penguin for letting me post this episode of his podcast on my podcast as a way to cross promote. I also want to let you know about the single player experience discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!